0: Hey everybody, it's been a long time, I know, but we are just going to pick up in Mark, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8, where we left off. I've gotten some emails asking me why I quit putting these devotionals out, and I could make a lot of excuses, but I just don't have a good one. I will tell you this, that back in the 1800s, people traveled a lot on horseback. They walked a lot, too, because, of course, they couldn't drive. But, If they had to go very far, a horse was a very good option. And from time to time, they had to travel at night. So what they would do is they would hook a a lantern on the saddle of the horse so they could see. It was the first instance of satellite navigation. So last time in the Gospel of Mark, Jesus had just fed a large group of people in a miraculous way. After he sent them away, we are told that he went to the district of Dalmanotha. Where is that, you might ask? Well, that's a really good question, and the answer is that people aren't so sure. This isn't a place that is talked about in the Bible and other places. Uh, A lot of people say that it's most likely an area known as... Uh, Megadan, which is on the western part of the Sea of Galilee. So if you have a a map and you want to try to locate where Jesus was here, look for a a harbor kind of between Megadala and Capernaum on the western side of the Sea of Galilee there. That should give you a pretty good idea. Let me just read Mark chapter 8, verses 11 through 13. The Pharisees came and began to argue with him, seeking from him a sign from heaven to test him. And he sighed deeply in his spirit and said, why does this generation seek a sign? Truly, I say to you, no sign will be given to this generation. And he left them, got into his boat and went to the other side. I want you to notice three words in verse 11 that are extremely important. The first is the word argue, and we are told here that the Pharisees or the Jewish religious leaders came in order to argue with Jesus. Let me ask you a question. If somebody comes to you and their purpose for your conversation before it is even started is to argue with you, do you think that that person really cares about the truth? I think these religious leaders wanted to discredit Jesus. They wanted to win an argument in order to make themselves look better. People were following Jesus and they didn't like that. Another word here that's really important in verse 11 is the word sign. Now this word is a little bit confusing and that is because in John's gospel, the fourth gospel. The word sign is used a lot, and it's spoken of as a miracle, signs or miracles. But Mark, he doesn't use it that way. Mark has another word that he uses for miracles. Do you know what it is? I think it's pretty cool. So I'll tell you, it's the word dynamis. That's the Greek word. But does it sound kind of like another word that you might know? Kind of like the word dynamite? Well, that's because where we get our English word dynamite is from the Greek word. And this great Greek word means power or miracle. That's pretty cool, right? Anyway, when the Pharisees wanted a sign here, they didn't just want to see a miracle, but they wanted God himself to give rock solid proof that Jesus was acting on God's behalf. I'm not sure what kind of sign this could have been, an astrological sign or like God himself speaking in a loud voice from heaven saying something like, this is my beloved son who I'm well pleased. Wait, I think God did do that. But again, remember, these people, they didn't care about the truth. They just came because they wanted to argue. A third word here that is important is the word test. Basically, these religious leaders knew that Jesus wasn't going to do what they demanded of him. So they would so that he would look like they he failed their test. They could look to the crowd and say, hey, see, he wouldn't even give us a sign proving that he was from God. In other words, Here, their test was to discredit Jesus. They wanted to try to make him look foolish, and they wanted to do what? They wanted to win the argument. Jesus, we are told in verse 12, sighed deeply in his spirit. That is interesting that Mark tells us this. What what do you think that means? Well, it could mean at least a couple things, right? It could mean that Jesus was very disgusted or upset with the religious leaders. We could read it that way, that Jesus sighed in his spirit and says, why does this generation need a sign? I'm not going to give them one. And he was just angry. And we can understand that. We could read it like Jesus was angry because of their hostility toward them. They just wanted to argue. But I don't think that's the right way to see this. Those who know the original language here tell us that when Jesus sighed in his spirit, that means that he was dismayed. He was sad and here. It, it was a sign of despair. Think about it this way. How do you think that Moses felt as he was leading the Israelites to the promised land and at every turn they would complain and they would want to go back to the people that were really harsh to them and enslaved them, right? The people that That Moses rescued them from or God rescued them from using Moses. How do you you think Moses felt? Well, I would guess that Moses felt sad. He felt despaired. He felt dismayed at their lack of faith in God. Jesus is feeling here much the same. Jesus had just fed 4,000 people, That was pretty good evidence that Jesus was from God, yet these demanded something else. What Jesus had been doing wasn't good enough. They wanted to argue. They didn't have faith in God. They didn't trust God, and they were extremely self-centered. So, Jesus doesn't play their game. He doesn't fall for their trap, but he's just saddened by their unbelief, and he walks away. We're told that he left, he got into his boat, and he went to the other side. So what can you learn from this? Well, we learn that some people just want to argue and do not really care about the truth. That's a sad truth, isn't it? We also learn that there are times in our lives when we just need to walk away. And we also realize that we should look at the unbelief of the world around us, like Jesus, and, and we should feel despair. It's sad because God has given us his word and truth. It, the truth is right there, yet there are so many people that don't care and they don't believe. So pray today that God would give you the ability to just walk away from an argument, to give you the ability to know that when p- people actually care about the truth and they, or they just want to fight, Sometimes people really come to you and they and they have questions and they want to know Jesus. And in those situations, we need to be ready to tell them. We also need to pray that for our family and our friends that don't know Jesus, that we would have a chance to share Jesus with them, that they wouldn't be argumentative. They wouldn't be self-centered, but they would just care about the truth. So, Join us next time for more of the daily devotional podcast for kids and adults. My name is Pastor Colt. I am the pastor of Bethel Church in Yale, South Dakota. You can find us online at BethelMBChurch.org. You can find this podcast on the web at DailyDevosForKids.com or wherever you like to get your podcasts. If you have questions or comments or a joke idea, don't hesitate to have an adult help you reach out to me on the website or use the message feature in the episode description. Also, if you like this podcast, please share it. Give it a good rating, which will help others find it. And I will see you next time.